Sir, are you aware you were going 40 miles an hour? This is a residential area. Sure, but I'm on my lawnmower. Wait, am I getting a ticket? No, I've just never seen anyone top nine miles an hour on one of those bad boys. And mow their entire lawn in 30 seconds? What got into you? Well, it did fuel up at Sunoco this morning. At Sunoco, we know how to fuel peak performance. We've been doing it for American Racing for over 50 years. Fuel your best. This NASCAR season, every member of the Toyota Racing Team is doing their part to take the trophy home. Like 6th grader Melissa Kowalski, who changes true to true X on every true-false quiz she takes. All my teachers are Martin Truex Jr. fans now. Keep up the great work, Melissa. To accomplish greater things this year, everyone plays a part. Be part of the action at toyota.com slash racing. Toyota, let's go places. NASCAR is a registered trademark of National Association for Stock Car Auto Racing, Inc. The following is a production of the Motor Racing Network, the voice of NASCAR. Nice and clean, execute our race. Put ourselves in position, got to be there at the end. Yep, copy that. Have a nice, smooth day and got to be there when it counts. The Motor Racing Network presents NASCAR Live. Ryan Blaney hangs on to the top spot. Looking forward to that night race in Martinsville. Yeah. First year we've really done that. Mm-hmm. Kind of started at night, and the low down force, I think, is going to make the short tracks all around better this year. NASCAR Live is brought to you by Xfinity, internet that's more than just fast. Xfinity, proud partner of NASCAR. By Whelan, on the road, in the air, and around the world. Whelan is trusted to be seen, trusted to be heard, and trusted to perform. By Hercules Tires, ride on our strength. And by Blue Emu. Blue Emu's family of products supports healthy muscles and joints. Is family owned and made here in America. It works fast and you won't stink. From the Motor Racing Network studios in Concord, North Carolina, here's your host, Mike Bagley. Hello, everybody. Welcome to another edition of NASCAR Live here on the Motor Racing Network. Mike Bagley and the MRN crew here with you, hoping you're doing well as we continue to navigate our way through the matters of current events. We've got a great show for you this week. On this week's show, we'll hear from the winner of the virtual race at Texas Motor Speedway, the O'Reilly Auto Parts 125. Timmy Hill took the checkered flag on Sunday. I'll have a chance to visit with Timmy here in just a few moments. Ryan Blaney sat down with Woody Kane recently to talk about how he's doing during these trying times and a lot more. Plus, we'll hear from Levine Family Racing driver Christopher Bell as well. Gander RV and Outdoors Truck Series owner-driver Jordan Anderson will join us to talk about the struggles of a small team and how his operation is getting through this difficult time. We've also got another 48 stories with Jimmy Johnson, and we'll look back on this week in NASCAR history and a whole lot more. But first, to get us kicked off, here is Kyle Rickey, the host of NASCAR Today Midday. He's got all the latest in NASCAR news. Kyle? NASCAR drivers continue to utilize the virtual racing platform iRacing during this long, unexpected break from the NASCAR season. This past Sunday, Timmy Hill won at the virtual Texas Motor Speedway, and the race was carried live on Fox Sports platform FS1. The game has taken NASCAR Nation by storm and given us fans a chance to stay connected to the drivers during the coronavirus pandemic via social media. Clint Boyer is one of the most unlikely drivers that has been enjoying it. A traditional racer, Boyer is one that would likely be seen out on his ranch or fishing before playing a video game. He's taken a liking to online racing and has even been the Fox Sports in-race driver analyst the past two weeks. I'm not a gamer, right? I'm, I'm 
So, to be honest with you, I've always made fun of, of gamers. I mean, I I can tell you were going over to my brother's house, and, and here he was sitting in the basement. He's got a headset on. He's talking to some maniac. Who knows where? Playing, I think it's that Fortnite game or whatever the hell that is. I'm like, what in the hell is wrong with you? And I'll be darned the other night. Here I am, 2.30 in the morning in one hell of a street stock race with a bunch of my buddies. Got a headset on. We're on the mic. We're talking. Um, I, I had a blast. And, and I'm telling you, I drove my rear off. It was unbelievable how challenging it was to get that car around the racetrack. And more than that, keep it um, you know, going around the racetrack for a long time. Hoyer finished 11th on Sunday at the virtual Texas Motor Speedway in NASCAR's Pro Invitational Series. Timmy Hill leads the point standings as the series heads to the always exciting Great Coliseum this week, the virtual Bristol Motor Speedway. I'm Kyle Rickey, and those are just some of the topics trending in the world of NASCAR. For more on these stories, plus more, see MRN.com. Thank you, Kyle. Coming up on NASCAR Live, we'll have the winner of the Pro Invitational Race at Texas Motor Speedway, Timmy Hill. He will join us, and later, Christopher Bell. Still paying hundreds of dollars for prescription glasses? Let's change that. At Zenni.com, our factory direct model means no middlemen or outrageous markups. Just the same quality frames and lens options as the other guys, for one-tenth the price. Zenni offers prescription glasses starting at $6.95, as well as affordable sunglasses, blue blockers, and more. The best part? Try any frame, anywhere, with our 3D virtual try-on. Visit zenny.com today and change the way you buy glasses forever. Enjoy! Thanks. The order breakfast at the McDonald's drive-thru. Tell yourself you'll wait to eat it at work, but it smells way too good. So you eat it right there in the McDonald's parking lot meal. There's a meal for every morning at McDonald's. Right now, get any size iced coffee for 99 cents until 11 a.m. And pair it with your favorite breakfast sandwich or one of our tasty bakery treats. Price and participation may vary. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. McDonald's. I'm loving it. Perform. With the 2020 NASCAR Cup Series season suspended, Xfinity would like to look back at the Xfinity fastest lap from the Auto Club 400 at Auto Club Speedway of Southern California. It was turned in by Kyle Larson at a speed of 177.962 miles per hour. The Xfinity fastest lap is brought to you by Xfinity. That wasn't just fast, that was Xfinity fast. Xfinity, proud partner of NASCAR. Coming up, Timmy Hill will join us about his virtual win at Texas on Sunday. First, this is NASCAR Live on the Motor Racing Network, the voice of NASCAR. It's the Rip the Fence podcast. Three and four, Christopher Bell, a winner at Eldora. Dylan, it's good to see you, buddy. It's I'm good to see you, bud. Congrats. That, that was probably the most exciting win I've ever had in my career. With Dylan Welch and Tyler Burnett. Kyle Larson is a Chili Bowl Midget Nationals champion. When those words come out of my mouth, how does it make you feel? When it comes out of your mouth, it feels really good because you're the biggest Christopher Bell lover in the media center every week. Available to download wherever you listen to podcasts and on ripthefence.com. Jeff Gordon has come from virtually nowhere. He's one of NASCAR's all-time greats. For the 93rd time in his career. A pioneering champion. Be at the right place at the right time. The kid who took on the good old boys and changed NASCAR. We started to go toe-to-toe from Earnhardt. MRN presents a 10-part podcast series that traces Jeff Gordon's rise to NASCAR legend. Jeff Gordon, the colorful career of the Rainbow Warrior. Available now at MRN.com and your favorite podcast source. 
This is NASCAR Live. Now, back to Mike Bagley. We welcome you back to NASCAR Live. So glad you're with us on our weekly get-together. We are joined now by the by the virtual winner of the O'Reilly Auto Parts 125 iRacing Pro Invitational Series event Sunday at Texas Motor Speedway. Timmy Hill is on the horn. Timmy, welcome back to NASCAR Live. How are we doing? Hey, uh, couldn't be better. It feels really cool to uh, to win that race yesterday, and uh, I slept really good last night. Well, I, I, I would say you did. You had a great race. Um, you know, this is a new norm that we're going through right now. Did you ever... Did you ever think that iRacing and online simulation racing uh, elements would punctuate a situation like this, whereas everything is shut down, but at least we have this to keep everybody somewhat bonded together here? You know, it was really unexpected. You know, when when, I, when real life racing got shut down, um, iRacing kind of reached out to a lot of the cup drivers and said, hey, you know, this would be really cool if we could do something like this. And we didn't know how, how much it would blow up and how big it would actually get. And uh, then uh, Fox jumped on board and said, hey, you know, we, we would like to uh, get involved. And uh, I'm glad they did because it's been a, a nice um, relief uh, in entertainment and a good way for, for fans to at least take a couple hours of their day and kind of get some entertainment out of it. So, um, and I know for us drivers, we really appreciate it. You know, it kind of gets a little little competition in. You know, we're all very competitive and we all want to want to race and do well. And uh, iRacing provides a uh, – a great platform for us to all get on there and kind of beat and bang and, and have a bunch of fun. And I know that with the iRacing sense of, I, I'm an iRacer too. And, you know, I've seen guys that have the big like NASA type, you know, pods and all this. And I'm one of those guys, I've got a Logitech G29 and just a normal computer and put it on a computer desk and go and, and have a lot of fun. I know you, you have a similar situation what do you tell the person out there that is a potential iRacer that wants to do this and wants to wants to find out what all the hubbub's about? You know, what's neat about iRacing is it's a very affordable way to get involved in racing. You know, I think the average fan says, man, I, I, I feel like I can do this, but, man, I, there's no way I can afford to go to my local track and race. And, you know, if that's something that you're unable to do, you know, iRacing provides a nice platform to say, uh, to that to that average uh, fan who says, "Hey, I want to drive," says, "Come on, race with us. You won't have to do it for that expensive." I know uh, my entire setup costs less than a thousand dollars, and uh, you can run for however long you want to run. And uh, what's neat about iRacing is they almost have you know a sort of sort of a prize purse in the fact that if you run enough races, they kind of give you credits back, and you can almost pay for different vehicles and keep progressing in iRacing. So, um, iRacing is neat because you know. Like you said, you can have uh, tens of thousands of dollars invested in your setup like Denny Hamlin does or something like what I have, something like what you have, where you can just take a wheel, buy it for two or 300 bucks, bolt it to your desk, and you're off and running. So uh, what's neat about this and I, what I can tell to other fans is you want to get involved in racing. If you watch the race this weekend on Fox, um, you can see that I, I did very well with essentially a very low-budget setup, and you can get involved in racing. So I, re- I really promote that, and would love to see more people get involved in it. And you can even race some of your favorite drivers because they're all on here racing throughout the week. Chatting with Timmy Hill, who uh, won the race over the weekend at Texas Motor Speedway. So give us a little insight. 125 laps went by pretty quick, long green flag runs, not a lot of crashing, not a lot of wrecking. Had a couple here or there, but how did you piece together the win that you walked away with on Sunday afternoon? Um, so this race was quite a bit different 
from Homestead because, like I said, there was quite a bit of green flag racing. So um, that's what we were all really hoping for. You know, we, we didn't want to put on a crash fest like Homestead kind of started out to be last week. So I think a lot of the drivers put in more effort, more practice this week to be better. So uh, throughout, the, throughout this week practicing for this race, I, I was kind of really working on some longer runs. And in the race yesterday at Texas, we actually even had green flag pit stops, which is very unique. We didn't see that at all at Homestead, and I wasn't really sure if I'll see that here at Texas. But uh, um, it, it became a race of tire management, you know, pit strategy, when to pit, when not to pit, uh, when to push your car, when not to push your car. And at the end of the day, after all the long runs were complete, it, it got set up for a green-white checkered. So um, throughout the race, I was just trying to really protect my car, protect my tires, and slowly make my way forward. And uh, uh, I, I positioned myself in the top five, and once I get in the top five, anything can really happen. So... Um, in the closing laps, I found myself in position to, to, to a chance to take the lead and, and possibly win the race. And it was an opportunity I couldn't resist, and I think we had some contact and uh, moved William Byron out of the way, and, and ultimately that, that led to me winning the race. So uh, I think everything kind of played to my favor and played exactly how I wanted to play. When you talk about saving your equipment in iRacing, how, how like or how different is it to when you go to save your equipment when you're in your real race car? It's uh, it's a lot a lot of ways a lot a lot the same you know it depends on what tire that Goodyear wants to bring the racetrack but uh, depending on the racetrack uh, some are worse than others as far as how much the tires kind of degrade and fall away and slow down in real life and some racetracks they don't fall off at all so um, what was neat about Texas was they fell off a, a bunch and um, racing does an excellent job of, of having tires that that do kind of fall away and. Uh, rubber does get laid down on this racetrack service, and people, um, I think, almost don't even know that. I mean, iRacing is, is very detailed in, in trying to make this simulator as realistic as possible. They, they take notes from drivers and from teams, and they really take take uh, what people say to heart, and they're trying to really benefit the uh, uh, the users in a way so that they can, they can get a realistic feel. So going into this race on iRacing, um, most of the drivers who made long runs in practice understood that there was going to be tire fall off, and um, the guys that didn't make long runs, I think they paid the price because they would charge forward thinking they were Superman, and then after a while they weren't. So um, hats off to iRacing for, for making the tires as realistic as they could possibly be. It was, uh, it was amazing to watch uh, because this track, actually what you raced on yesterday, was recently updated in iRacing. They try to keep the tracks as updated as they can. But they had just installed, what was it, uh, about a month ago maybe, maybe around Speed Weeks, where they put in the new patch or the new track to accommodate the widening of Texas Motor Speedway. It had been reconfigured in the last couple of years. That was put in there. That's what you raced on. How like Texas Motor Speedway on iRacing is it compared to real life? We hear about laser scans and all that. But as far as you you know, going off into a corner, feeling a bump in the real car, do you feel that in iRacing as well? Yes, and to uh... – to kind of describe what you're talking about to the fans is Texas was repaved uh, and widened that one and two. And iRacing, they don't just take the old track and just say, okay, we'll, we'll kind of put some color on it, change the coloring on it, and then we'll, we'll extend it. They don't do that, right? So they had to ship their, their, whole, uh, their whole team out to Texas and rescan the whole racetrack again, which takes a lot of work and a lot of effort, and hats off to iRacing for doing that. And it takes a while to get back going. So they just – like you said, uh, put the new surface on our on our racing just about a month ago. So it was very new to a lot of guys, and a lot of guys didn't have enough practice on it. So um, 
when we get into the racetrack on the server, you look at the, at, at the track, and, and as I'm going down the back straightaway, I look at turns three and four, and even down the front straight, looking at one and two, you say to yourself, man, that looks so real. And when they laser scan this, these racetracks, yes, you, you do feel the bumps where they actually are. Um, Texas, being a new repave, is very smooth. Not a whole lot of character in that racetrack yet, but uh, tracks like Atlanta, who uh, have a lot of character, man, it, you, you feel everything. Uh, you feel every bump and every, every characteristic of that racetrack. And it's very realistic. It's amazing how realistic it is. And speaking of things being realistic and in real life, how are you and your family doing through this crisis? And how's the race team and everybody going right now? So uh, we're doing well. Thank you for asking. We're staying safe and uh, doing the best that we can. Um, my wife, she, she's a second grade teacher, so it's been a little different challenge for her. She's been doing a lot of her lessons online and a lot of video lessons, and the kids been loving that. Uh, she's actually teaching right now the uh, life cycle from, from the caterpillars uh, transfer to butterflies. So we, we have uh, caterpillars in our house that are crystallized and waiting to hatch, and uh, she's been doing video lessons on those and kind of becoming interested myself. So that's been neat for her. Then, you know, for our truck team, uh, for me, I only have one employee, so we're, we're, we're still social distancing, but we're still working on our uh, on our truck program, trying to get as prepared as possible. You know, we're – we are preparing for whenever this does end to have a very busy racing summer or winter. It doesn't matter to us, uh, but we won't be, we want to be prepared for that. And uh, um, so we're still working away. We've got a lot of projects that, uh, that, that we haven't accomplished yet. So uh, this is almost like a little off time that uh, we're still working, almost like another off season. Wow. Hey, before we let you go, uh, you're going to be uh, doing another Pro Invitational Series race this weekend. At Bristol, uh, Bristol is chaotic in real life. What is it like in the virtual world? Uh, it's just as chaotic. <laughs> so uh, you'll probably see uh, a lot of beating, a lot of banging. Uh, you'll probably see a lot of tempers flaring. Um, you'll probably see a lot of payback. And uh, uh, I'm excited for it. You know, it's uh, we've been doing this mile and a half stuff. And for the guys who love short track racing, the fans and the drivers, you know, they're, they're, they've been waiting to get to this racetrack. So, uh, I'm excited to see the action, and it's, it's going to be action-packed, trust me. So uh, definitely looking forward to it. And be sure to be tuned in to uh, NASCAR on Fox at 1 p.m. Eastern on Sunday. By the way, Timmy, in case you want to know, with your third-place finish at Homestead and your win at Texas over the weekend, you, my friend, are leading the points by four over Dale Earnhardt Jr. and Garrett Smithley, a two-way tie for second. Congratulations. Uh, thank you so much. That sounds really cool. Awesome, man. Thank you so much for the time. Hopefully we'll be catching up with you again real soon. Excellent. Thank you, Mike. We'll see you later. All right, buddy. That's uh, that's Timmy Hill. He won the O'Reilly Auto Parts. Hey, which glasses look better on me? Oh, what's this? Zenny's 3D Virtual Try-On. Pretty cool, right? Hmm. Uh, I don't know about the purple cat eyes. I think they're fun. What about these tortoiseshell glasses or these rimless sunglasses? Oh, what about these clear frames? Wait, are those prices real? Do they have glasses for men? Yep, they also have affordable blue light glasses. Seriously? At those prices? Get them all. I like where this is going. Zenni.com. Quality prescription glasses starting at $6.95. Enjoy. Thanks. The order breakfast at the McDonald's drive-thru. Tell yourself you'll wait to eat it at work, but it smells way too good. So you eat it right there in the McDonald's parking lot meal. There's a meal for every morning at McDonald's.
Right now, get any size iced coffee for 99 cents until 11 a.m. And pair it with your favorite breakfast sandwich or one of our tasty bakery treats. Price and participation may vary. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. McDonald's. I'm loving it. Wing Nation, Saturday mornings on MAV-TV. I'm Darren Pittman, and you're watching Wing Nation on MAV-TV. Christopher Bell will join us next. This is NASCAR Live on the Motor Racing Network, the voice of NASCAR. If you suffer from heartburn or other digestive-related disorders, then there is a new, safe, better, and natural alternative to better digestive wellness and heartburn relief. Praxid not only provides relief of heartburn, but Praxid takes a 360-degree approach to support better digestion, protect you from harmful bacteria, and also balance your stomach to improve digestive functions. We like to think of it as the multivitamin of digestive health. It's the only product to combine all natural ingredients known for the digestive health properties into a single patented product. Praxid also comes in easy-to-carry packs. Praxid relieves, restores, and maintains a healthy digestive system. Praxid is available here for only $39.95. Shipping and handling is free, and your money back is guaranteed. To take advantage of this special radio offer, call now, 1-800-829-5688. That's 1-800-829-5688. Again, 1-800-829-5688. Time now for the Wheeland Pit Crew Member of the Week. Ray Wright is the pit crew coach at Richard Childress Racing. Man, I uh, was at Forsyth Country Day School coaching baseball when young Austin Tydan was going to high school there. Really? And uh, I was also training the boys over there. And it was right at the time where RCR made a uh, change with their uh, pit crew uh, trainer. So then I came over to RCR as uh, training, training the pit crew. On the road, in the air, and around the world, Wheeland is trusted to be seen, trusted to be heard, and trusted to perform. Now, back to your host, Mike Bagley. Welcome back to NASCAR Live. While we all practice social distancing here in America, be sure to check out MRN.com for new shows every week. Like MRN Out Loud, it's hosted by Woody Kane. Last week, Christopher Bell joined Woody on the show to talk about his experience with iRacing and a lot more. I grew up basically running iRacing every night. (laughs) Um, And then once I got my schedule picked up a little bit, I wasn't able to race as much here recently, but... Um, it's, you know, I do have quite a bit of experience, especially through my childhood. Now, what kind of a setup do you have? Because there's a wide range there as well. Like Ty Majeski is one of the best and he's got a pretty simple setup and some of them go up into the tens of thousands of dollars. Yeah. So my deal, I, I actually started just on a regular computer desk with a regular computer and a computer chair. But, um, fortunately now I've got a WR1 simulator from, uh, Chad Wheeler. Now, I understand that the setups were kind of limited, that you guys couldn't tweak all that that much. How uh, how different is that for you to where a lot of that is taken out of your control? Well, I think a lot of us, a lot of us like it because at, at that at that time you're really putting it in the driver's hands, right? It's about who can execute the best and uh, who can get the car around the racetrack the best. So I personally like that. Now, I read where you tweeted out that this type of racing actually makes you a little more nervous than getting behind the wheel of a real car. How come? Man, just I think it's because you have time to think about it. You're not you don't have <laughs> adrenaline. You're not in the in the heat of the battle. So, uh, yeah, I mean, I definitely get nervous whenever I get on there and start racing those things. For some reason, I think that's fairly similar across the board. 
Um, a lot of guys say that. You know, you get more nervous on the computer than you do in real life. <laughs> Let's uh, talk a little bit about the start of the season. We got a few races under our belt before the postponements came. What was what was that like for you? Obviously, Daytona is kind of an apples and oranges comparison, but the intermediate tracks and then Phoenix, what were things like for you and the, and the Levine team? Yeah, it was not good. We've uh we've had a pretty lackluster start to the to the year. So, um we're, you know, this break is I'm not going to say much needed for us, but we're uh or at least on my end, I'm going to do everything I can to make sure that I'm prepared to go go racing and hit it hard whenever we get back in May. So, uh you know, we pretty much have nothing to talk about at this moment and um you know, got to got to get better. Got to whatever whatever that may be if it's from my end or um, yeah, just got to make sure that we're a little bit better when we start. Actually, a lot better. What's been especially challenging for you early on, and then what are some things that you've seen that are positives that you guys can build on? Well, I think the the biggest thing is is just the – I mean, I don't know. I, I don't know if it's competition level or just uh, caliber of cars, but, you know, there's the, the field is just a lot deeper in the Cup Series than anything that – I've experienced in my NASCAR career, right? So, uh, you know, you have a, uh, you're back there in 25th and the racing in 25th is, you know, the same as what the racing is when you're in the top five, it's just different cars. So, um, everybody races hard and, you know, it's, it's very competitive. So that's, uh, something that makes the cup series so unique and so cool. Now, Levine has a, a technical alliance with Joe Gibbs Racing. How tight are you guys together? Is it like uh, a little brother situation, or you're basically uh, you're basically living in the same house and sharing the same bedroom? Uh, we're definitely not living in the same house, <laughs> um, but we do have information, and it's really good to be able to compare to our teammates and stuff like that. But uh, you know, we're we're uh, we're a, a separate team, and we're focused on trying to to get better. Let's uh, talk a little bit about everything that's going crazy now all over the world. What's it been like for you? Everybody is facing this a little bit differently, but none of us have ever seen anything like this before. It's all new for everybody. It's boring, man. I want to go racing. Um, I just, you know, I, I want to go racing, and hopefully, hopefully we can get back to racing here pretty quick. Are you uh, keeping in touch with guys at the shop? Are you still visiting the shop? Every, every uh, team seems to be doing things a little bit differently in terms of who's there when and how meetings and stuff are going. Yeah, so LFR has been shut down, so uh, I, I, I haven't been to the shop. Obviously, I've been keeping in touch with my crew chief and my engineers and stuff like that. And uh, So we've been keeping in touch, and I think a lot of people have been working from home. But, uh, you know, as far as shop activity, it's been closed for the last week. You binge watching anything in particular right now? Uh, let me think about that. <laughs> Man, I mean, we, we typically have friends on TV at home, so we've uh, we've definitely had our fair share of friends on. <laughs> it's definitely kind of a, a situation where it's wallpaper for everybody right now. you got to have something on in the background, even if it's not your usual stuff. Uh, Christopher, the, the, next, uh, the next couple of weeks as we uh, look forward to coming back at Martinsville, the, that's the, the plan right now, coming back that Mar- or rather the uh, May 8th, 9th weekend. What are your thoughts about Martinsville under the lights for a return? That's going to be a really, really cool race to be able to, uh, this is the first event of, um, you know, having a full race under the lights at Martinsville. So I'm really excited about being a part of that. And Martinsville, it's a good old short track, bumping and banging. And, um, you know, it's going to be a, it's going to be a fight. So, it hasn't been one of my best racetracks in the, um, or at least through the truck series, but uh, I, I'm excited to go short track racing and do a little beat and banging.
That's Christopher Bell with Woody Kane on MRN Out Loud. You can catch that show each week on MRN.com. At Zenny, we believe everyone deserves access to high-quality, affordable eyewear. That's why we offer stylish prescription glasses for men, women, and kids starting at just $6.95. Our online factory direct model cuts out the metal men, so you save. At Zenny, you get the same quality frame and lens options that you'd get from an optician for one-tenth of the price, including blue blockers, progressives, prescription sunglasses, and more. The best part? Try on any frame, anywhere with our 3D virtual try-on. Zenny.com. Eyewear for everyone. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Is that Shakespeare? Nope. It's Geico. Uh, Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's Shakespeare from one of his unpublished works. Oh, it be not for awakening. Nay, give it thou the berries. For 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. No, it's from Geico because they help save people money. Well, I hate to break it to you, but Geico got it from Shakespeare. Geico. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. This on NASCAR Today. I'm Chase Elliott. Make sure to listen to NASCAR Today every weekday right here. Team Penske driver Ryan Blaney joins us next. This is NASCAR Live on the Motor Racing Network, the voice of NASCAR. The 1993 Cup Series season had more than its fair share of twists and turns. Checkered flags waving. I look in my mirror, and here's Earnhardt right on my tail, and he goes down low to pass me. And I said, oh, no, you don't. As Wallace spins, Wallace's car goes on its nose. Here's stories that you've never heard before in a 10-part series called The 1993 Season. And Davey was behind me, and we came off the corner, and there's a guy standing in the middle of the racetrack. You can download it for free on iTunes and at MRN.com right now. NASCAR local, regional, and international racing. Grassroots racing. From the short tracks of America to the road courses of Europe and Mexico. I'm Kyle Rickey. Join Hannah Newhouse and me for NASCAR Coast to Coast. Presented by Whelan and Hercules Tires. Each week on the Motor Racing Network, we'll talk with the race winners, newsmakers, and grassroots racing personalities. NASCAR Coast to Coast on the Motor Racing Network. This is NASCAR Live. Now, back to Mike Bagley. We are back on NASCAR Live, and we're so glad you are with us as well. Recently, Team Penske driver Ryan Blaney stopped by the MRN studios. Our Woody Kane had a chance to talk with him about what he's got going on during this break. Ryan, it's, uh, it seems like 100 years ago now, but you guys really had a strong start to the season. You led the points for a while. Did With all the changes at Team Penske in terms of the crew chief shuffle and all that, did you have an inkling that you guys were going to come out of the box this strong? Well, you'd like to think so, right? I mean, yeah, a lot of stuff went around and went on and a lot of changes being made. But, um, you know, being able to work with Todd Gordon has been really fun so far. Uh, you know, the first three races we were really strong. I felt like we could have won any one of those. And Phoenix, we never really got a chance. Never really got a chance to uh, see what we could do, mm-hmm. you know, getting taken out there right after, uh, before the first stage. You know, you just, you never know. But um, so that kind of stunk. But uh, overall, I think it's been really good. You know, it's, it stinks you only get a month of racing under your belt yeah. before, uh, you know, we have a long time off. But it's it's understandable what, uh, you know, why we're off right now. And um, I think the main focus is just getting everybody healthy again. It really is. And it's been an, an odd time. I mean, none of us have ever seen anything like this in our whole lives. Not even 9-11 was like this. You know, it's been an unusual situation. What's it been like for you? I mean, you're hanging out at the house. What's I mean, you're here with us right now, but what it's been like for you? Yeah. Um, yeah, just a lot of housework, you know. And, yeah. Uh, you know, the the stuff you put off. <laughs> yeah, stuff you put off, and they don't have a lot of time for it during the year. But, um, 
you know, yeah, just just things like that, getting things done around the house. Wish that weather weather's decent today, but wish it was mm-hmm. a little bit nicer um, here for the next week. Kind of limits what you can do outside, but uh, probably go work at my dad's shop a bit. Mm-hmm. Um, he's got this new business he's been working on, this trailer business. So it's uh, like something like to, hauling around cars, trailers, or nah, just. Um, Building, you know, these these little portable trailers and uh, okay. little portable bathroom trailers. So that's been keeping him busy since he's not racing as much uh, this year anyways. And uh, I have to go up back up there and brush up on my fabricating and welding <laughs> skills. And, um, you want to get a good employee report. <laughs> I, yeah, I texted my dad um, the other day. I was like, are you hiring anybody right now? I'd, I'd love to work for you. So um, I'll probably go do that. But uh, really, that's about it. So. We're hearing a little clinking in the background. It's because your dog yeah. Sturgill is in here with us. And yeah. I, I, I don't know about you, but when I saw the the tweet from somebody that dogs can't get this, I, I just went on cloud nine. That was fantastic. Yeah, it's it's great. You know, you never want uh, never want anyone to get sick, and definitely don't want your, your my best friend to get sick. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I brought him in today. We just did our uh, our podcast, and then I'm headed over to Dad Shop. So I was going to bring him over there today and hang out. But uh, yeah, it's you know it's good that that dogs can't get it. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, you know, I think, uh, uh, like you said, it's been it's been strange. You know, it's nothing that mm-hmm. uh, I've ever been a part of before. It's nothing that uh, I can't remember the last time things like this. You know, where a lot of things were shut down like this. None of us uh, can. Just a mass quarantine like this, uh, like this stuff. So, like I said, hopefully people find a cure for it soon. Find a vaccine. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's all you can hope for. But at the in the meantime, you know, try to do the best you can to limit yourself with contact with other people, especially you know, elderly. Um, you know, that's uh, that's that's you know the people who can get it the worst. So that's the thing. Uh, you might feel fine, but you can't give it to somebody else. Exactly. I'm, yeah. I, you know, I saw a lot of people you know say, "Well, why can't we have races and fans go? I'll sign a waiver." And it's like, well, it's not you getting it. You know, yeah. as much as if you're fine getting it, but as you transferring it to somebody yeah. else that doesn't, you know, is not as okay with it as you, mm-hmm. um, and that affects them. So that that's the hard part about this stuff. You know, is um, the transfer side of it is is really neat. I don't really know anything about it, but. I just do my best to, you know, stay as clean as I can. We're not scientists. We just play them on the radio. Yeah, exactly. exactly. <laughs> um, Steve Phelps spoke from NASCAR and said the intent is to try and get all 36 in and hopefully keep the playoffs intact. But, man, the schedule is going to be really busy whenever we do get back to racing. But on the other hand, it does kind of give us an opportunity to try some things that they've been talking about for a while with maybe mm-hmm. midweek races, maybe doubleheaders. You okay with stuff like that? Yeah, you know, it'll be interesting to see how they get everything. You know, I was really pleased when they said they're going to, you know, get all 36 points races in. Mm -hmm. Um, You have to do that. You know, you have to uh, get all the points races in. I mean, there's sponsors that put all this money up, all these, you know, teams commit to building this many cars and doing this many races and all the tracks too, you mm-hmm. know, and all the fans that want to go to these races. So you have to do it. So and the people that work at those tracks, exactly, and, yeah, exactly, selling cokes and popcorn and whatnot. Yeah, just just all those people that you know that's that's part of their job. So um, I haven't heard anything about how they're going to do it. Um, whether it's you know midweek races, double headers, um, mm-hmm. you know stuff like that. It, it'll be interesting to see how they uh, put it all together. Mm-hmm. But I'm I'm pretty confident they'll figure something out and work the best they can with teams and and you know the fans who maybe have bought their tickets already or yeah. campsites uh, for one of these races that have gotten postponed uh, to, you know, give them what they rightly, rightfully deserve for, you know, in the next race. And then maybe, maybe even a little bit more. So um, yeah. we'll see, but it, it was nice that, you know, Steve was out there saying that stuff and, and really kind of 
you know, confirming to all of us that we're going to get all of them in. Yeah. Speaking of that, um, giving fans what they deserve, uh, a number of drivers have been posting more stuff online and stuff like that to try and stay in communication with fans. What are you going to do? I mean, I know you've got your podcast and all that, yeah. but are you going to kind of give people a glimpse of what's going on with you as this as this continues? Yeah, a little bit. A little bit. You know, a lot of people have been doing that iRacing stuff. Yeah. Uh, my spotter won that. I know. I know. I talked to him for NASCAR Live. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He, beat, he beat Byron. So my spotter's <laughs> name is Josh Williams. He's a great iRacer. He does it all the time. Yeah. Uh, and it was cool. He had our advanced auto parts car mm-hmm. exactly like it was <laughs> supposed to be at the racetrack at Atlanta. Had it all painted up. So that was really neat of him. But um, I saw you you teased him about he's trying to take your job. Trying to take it, man. <laughs> I'm, I'm lucky I just signed a new contract. <laughs> I have a little bit of security. Let's finish with one racing question. You mentioned you didn't get to run as long as you would have liked at Phoenix. But that was the debut of the new-slash-old short track package. We're slated to come back at Martinsville, the night race there, for another short track. From what you did get to experience, do you think that's really going to help? It seemed like it was. Yeah, I thought it did. Um, you know, like I said, that's that's pretty much pretty close to that 2018 package that we had. Um, so I think a combination of things helped uh, helped out Phoenix uh, was the low down force. Um, and then also um, moving the PJ1 around. Mm. I thought that helped it out. Uh, pretty much everyone ran in it all race. It was the fastest mm. way to go around there. Restarts, you can kind of run both lanes. Um, mainly just watching it. It's kind of what I realized. But uh, restarts there are still nuts. <laughs> they are, not, and, and they've got even wilder because the racetrack's so wide now, mm-hmm. especially through one and two. So, um, it'll be really exciting. I thought they did a good job. So uh, I'm excited that they made the call to not only go to the low down force, but to mess around with the PJ one a little bit. Um, so I, th- I thought it was an exciting race. Um, you know, watching it on TV, not something I wanted to do. Yeah, but it was exciting to watch, uh, and hopefully the fans enjoyed it as well. I think that would be a good championship race to go back to. But looking forward to that night race in Martinsville. Yeah. Um, it's the first year we've really done that. Mm-hmm. Kind of started at night. Um, and the low down force, I think, is going to make the short tracks all around better this year. Really cool. Well, Ryan, uh, we appreciate your time and look forward to keeping oh. up with you on, on Glass Case and on social media. Let the folks know what you're doing now. Keep it, keep it pumping out there. Do. Appreciate <laughs> you having me. Everyone stay, uh, stay as healthy as you can. That's Ryan Blaney and host of NASCAR Today, Woody Kane. Coming up. We'll have another 48 stories with Jimmy Johnson and later NASCAR Gander RV and Outdoors Truck Series owner driver Jordan Anderson will join us as well. Sir, are you aware you were going 40 miles an hour? This is a residential area. Sure, but I'm on my lawnmower. Wait, am I getting a ticket? No, I've just never seen anyone top nine miles an hour on one of those bad boys. And mow their entire lawn in 30 seconds? What got into you? Well, it did fuel up at Sunoco this morning. At Sunoco, we know how to fuel peak performance. We've been doing it for American Racing for over 50 years. Fuel your best. Hey, guys, this is Corey LaJoy. Join me and my two friends, Lauren Fox and Daryl Mott, on Sunday Money. Every week as we talk a little NASCAR racing, a little nonsense, but mostly bicker with each other. I had a Super Bowl party, and neither of you showed up. <laughs> we get along okay sometimes. Yeah. i say it's 50-50. I think the hairspray just seeps through his cranium into his brain. <sighs> throws off his... I'm regretting being here. No topic is off limits, so come join our conversation every week on Sunday Money. Right here on the Motor Racing Network or wherever you find your podcast. We've got 48 stories with Jimmy Johnson next. This is NASCAR Live on the Motor Racing Network, the voice of NASCAR. 
Here's a special message for those of you who owe the IRS at least 10000 or more in back taxes. The IRS has special programs in place that could eliminate or reduce your tax debt by thousands of dollars. Call the Federal Tax Management Helpline that has been set up for you, 800-242-1706. Stop the wage garnishments, levies, and tax liens now. Once you've qualified and enrolled, the IRS will stop all the collection activities against you. These unique programs have been allocated to help the economy and significantly reduce or eliminate your tax burden. The IRS is currently accepting reduced settlements and other favorable programs. You may qualify for substantial savings, so get the help you need. If you owe more than 10000 in taxes, call for free information and to see if you qualify. Take down the number now for the Federal Tax Management Hotline, 800-242-1706. That's 800-242-1706. 800-242-1706. This is NASCAR Live. Now, back to Mike Bagley. Welcome back to NASCAR Live. It's time for another edition of 48 Stories with Jimmy Johnson. Many superheroes have their sidekicks. Batman and Robin, Captain America and Bucky Barnes, even Iron Man and War Machine. In NASCAR, the greatest duo, maybe ever, was Jimmy Johnson and Chad Knauss. In 2002, a marriage was born between second-year crew chief Knauss and rookie contender Johnson. In their first year together, just 10 races in, Johnson would find victory lane in his home state of California. Here they come to the line, and in only the 13th start of his NASCAR Winston Cup Series career, Jimmy Johnson is going to victory lane in California. To this day, it's the only trophy Knauss kept and it sits right in his office at Hendrick Motorsports. That is the only trophy that I've, I've kept. Uh, it was a very meaningful moment, I think, in our lives uh, to, to go and get that win in, in Fontana in 2002. It was very early in our career. Um, and I feel like that, that that is what set the course for the, the dynasty that we, we had. You know, it was, it was a pretty amazing period. There was a huge growth moment after that happened. And I'm talking not just from, from the team standpoint, but from an emotional standpoint, um, a level of knowing that you can be successful in this sport for both of us. There's, there's a lot that developed right there from a, a friendship, a bond, uh, a team, an accomplishment. That's, that's a huge, huge moment in our lives. Many more trophies were to follow, including a combined 83 wins and seven championships. Johnson believes Knauss led the engineering charge through the early 2000s, and teams played catch-up to one of the greatest minds the sport has ever seen. The guy, when you look at how things have changed from 02 when we started to where it is now, and just looking at the amount of engineers per team, Chad Chad really started that trend, and his mind created a lot of the rules that we have in the rule book today and the need and requirement for a lot of these engineers to be on payroll. And the guy doesn't have an engineering degree. I mean, he would science it out on his own, think it up, turn to the engineers and like, okay, now make sense of this. Tell me why this works. I know it's going to work. Tell me why. And then how can we make it better yet? And and that's that's where those championships came from. I mean, the guy is, is magical. Um so understands a car and drove a little and it's always blown my mind that he can understand the dynamics of the car and sense what i'm describing without being in it so not only is he a very smart guy but whatever 
you know, thing that exists in our relationship and, and understand that stuff. He picks up on that, too. In 2018, Hendrick Motorsports announced both Chad and Jimmy would split. The relationship had accomplished more than any in the history of stock car racing, but the two were ready to go their separate ways, both staying at Hendrick Motorsports, of course. Johnson says he and Chad just felt it was the right time. This decision isn't one that was just made on a whim in any short order, and it took you know a collaboration and uh, you know a lot of a lot of time and effort and discussion between Chad, Rick, and myself, and even out to uh, Jeff Andrews, you know, and other other people here within the company. Jeff Gordon's been involved, so you know we've we've done a ton together we've had an amazing run um but you know it just feels like it's time for us to to pursue different opportunities we're still here for one another to support each other and and still very very close friends um but it's it's just just kind of time we're we're gonna go in different directions and i'm gonna be his biggest cheerleader rooting him on and i know the same for me canals would go on to accomplish a lifelong dream of crew chiefing the famous 24 car at hendrick motorsports and had a new driver to mentor in young William Byron. Though Knauss and Johnson split in their work, they continue to remain friends. And although it may be Johnson's final season, Knauss says Johnson's fire to win is still burning. I think the, the, the big thing that people don't understand is because he is such a nice guy that they don't understand how fierce a competitor he really is. Uh, the, the desire to win and go fast and win races really stems to the core with Jimmy that he doesn't necessarily outward, outwardly project um, unless you really know him and you're in the environment with him to to see that and um, you know that's a quality that's that's pretty unique as well to be able to have that desire and have that ability but be able to temper it towards not outwardly known and, and seen too much I'm Kyle Ricky this has been 48 stories with Jimmy Johnson. Join us every week this year as we celebrate the final full year for seven-time Cup Series champion Jimmy Johnson. Coming up next, owner, driver in the NASCAR Gander, RV and Outdoors Truck Series, Jordan Anderson. He'll stop by and join us. And later, we'll look back on the events of this week in NASCAR history. Today's broadcast is brought to you by Blue Emu. No chill, no burn, no odor. Blue Emu works fast and you won't stink. Progressive presents Get Pumped, inspiration to help you do insurance stuff. Hey, get your head in the game. This ain't no exhibition match. This is for real. You've got a house to insure, and there are no excuses because Progressive's Home Quote Explorer makes it easier than ever to get the coverage you need. Here's some music to get you pumped. Don't feel that confidence. Did I say stop saving money? No. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company affiliates and other insurers. Whelan designs and manufactures reliable and powerful warning lights, white illumination lighting, sirens, controllers, and high-powered warning systems for automotive, aviation, and mass notification industries worldwide. Every part of every Whelan product is proudly designed and manufactured in America and is tested on site to meet the toughest industry certifications. On the road, in the air, and around the world, Whelan is trusted to be seen, trusted to be heard, trusted to perform. Jordan Anderson will join us next. This is NASCAR Live on the Motor Racing Network, the voice of NASCAR. 
citywide to countryside. Whatever you drive, wherever you go, Hercules Tires has the value, selection, and industry-leading warranty to get you there, no matter where the road takes you. Go to HerculesTire.com. There you can find the nearest authorized Hercules retail location to you. Plus, you can use the tire tracker to find out which Hercules tire fits your vehicle the best. That's HerculesTire.com. Hercules Tires. Ride on our strength. Are you ready? To help children forget about their serious medical conditions so they can just be a kid. Then support Victory Junction, which is the dream of late race driver Adam Petty, who wanted to build a camp where children concentrate on fun and laughter, not illness or disability. At Victory Junction, kids enjoy zip lining, horseback riding, swimming, fishing, all in a medically safe environment, all at no cost to the camper. What do you say, Richard Petty? Let's do this. Learn more at VictoryJunction.org. This is NASCAR Live. Now, back to Mike Bagley. Thanks again for joining us on this week's NASCAR Live. We hope you and your family are staying safe and hanging there, folks. We'll be back at the racetrack, hopefully, before we know it. Recently, MRN's Woody Kane had a chance to sit down and chat with Jordan Anderson. He's an owner, driver in the NASCAR Gander RV and Outdoors Truck Series. They chatted about his team and a lot more. Jordan Anderson is joining us on the guest line now. And Jordan just wanted to say hello and thanks for taking the time with us. And, uh, man, these are some crazy times, and I imagine they are for you as well. Yeah, thank you, Woody. It's, it's no doubt a, you know, a different and difficult time for all of us, whether you're in sports or small business or going to school or uh, you know, whatever line of work you're in, or if you're retired, I mean, from, from kids to old, this is affecting us all. And, you know, it's, uh, it's something I don't think any of us could have ever expected or thought was going to happen, but seeing how, uh, quickly it's all escalated, I'm thankful that, uh, NASCAR made the decision they, they did this week that has us, uh, waiting until May to, to go back racing. Cause I know, uh, you know, the safety of our, our fans and all us drivers and all the crew guys, we just don't know how bad this is just yet, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Take us back before everything went uh, absolutely bonkers when we looked like we were going to race in Atlanta. Then it was going to be with no fans. You guys were originally on a doubleheader plan for Saturday with the Xfinity Series. Then they said, okay, truck teams, you guys need to be ready to race Friday night. And then uh, they wound up postponing everything. What was that like for you from a, from a team owner and driver perspective? I, had, I imagine it was just nuts. Uh, the driver's side's not not too bad. It's the team the team owner's side of me that uh, you know kind of takes the, the hit on all those things. That's where all my gray hairs are coming from. Uh, but you know, as we as we were leaving the hotel, we drove down the night before just because I know it's only about a four hour drive from us. But we wanted to go ahead and drive down the night before just in case traffic. And we knew there was a lot of this going on, so we didn't know what was going to happen on the interstate. So we went ahead and drove down the night before and. Got up that morning and and we got ready to leave the hotel and one of my guys said, "Hey, did you see the news this morning?" And I and I missed it just being busy getting ready to leave the hotel and he said, "Look at the look at the new schedule that's been pushed out and it was where we had moved to a one day show, you know, no practice straight to qualifying race and you know we had done something that like that before back in Kentucky, I think it was 2015. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was like, all right, you know, it's it's a new challenge for us. So we get to the racetrack and we go stand outside the garage area like we we do and. You can kind of tell there's some, some uneasiness from everybody about not sure what's what's next. And the garage area was uh, supposed to open at 11. And 11 comes, and then 11.10 comes, and then 11.20 comes, and we know something's up. Yeah. And that was when uh, about 20, 30 minutes later, 
one of the NASCAR officials came out and said, hey, you know, here's the decision we've made in respect to everything going on. We're, we're going to postpone everything. You know, you guys get your haulers loaded up. Sorry. You know, this is this is off until further notice. So for me on the team owner side, you know, uh, a big gut hits my stomach uh, pretty immediately because we're uh, we're a small team. There's there's six of us that are on this team. We're, we're bigger than we were a year ago, but still small in terms of a lot of these other teams that, that race. We operate really from race to race. We operate off of the, the purse money that comes in from, from where we finish. We operate off of sponsorship dollars that come in from each race. And, uh, and that's, you know, that's a race-by-race race thing, right? It's not like a, a company that sponsors you just cuts you a big check at the beginning of the year and says, here you go, right? That's not how it works. I wish. I know, yeah, yeah. I, know those, I bet. Those, those, those exist out there, and, and we've got uh, a couple of our partners that, that kind of do that over the bigger part of the season. But for the most part, we, we really race race by race and just coming off two weeks off. You know, we didn't run Fontana. We didn't run Phoenix. So we were, we'd already come off with two weeks off, and now to have three weeks off, you know, from Atlanta and Miami and Texas. I won't lie to you. I sat uh, in front of a spreadsheet on my computer all day for probably 12 or 13 hours yesterday running through some different scenarios, and, and right now I've got my guys uh, working all this week. We're going to work all next week. You know, we're, we're taking all the precautions to make sure that, you know, we keep the shop clean. Everybody's washing their hands, uh, you know, more than they would have before and trying to make sure that we keep everybody's space. Because, like I said, it's, it's not a lot of us in the shop, but there's, there's still a small amount. We're trying to limit what we do and, and take those precautions. But we hope that the plan for all this is, and as Car told us, is we are going to go back racing here in, here in eight weeks once we pass through this break the cdc has has recommended for us so we are planning on on going back for race and that's kind of been a a rallying cry for our guys to get through this you know this unsure time this tough time is you know hey we have this to look forward to to, to get back to to normalcy and now hopefully all this stuff will will run its course and 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 things will slow down as you've seen it kind of amp up around the world and then kind of i know there were some some reports that came out from from china today that that I think the numbers that were getting um, reported had started kind of to decline a little bit. So we can only hope, looking at their two-month timetable, that that two-month timetable for us will, will run the same course. So I've got our guys here in the shop. We're, we're finishing trucks. We're trying to get ahead because we know on our end, when we do go back racing, there's going to be five races for us that are going to be added back in the schedule. You know, NASCAR told us that when we go back racing – they are planning on business as usual. Hopefully we'll have the fans back in the stands. They're going to have all the precautions they're going to take as they've talked about. But we're going to have five races added in our, on our schedule that wouldn't have normally been there. So we're, we're going to be doing maybe some double headers, some midweek races. So for a small team, we're just trying to take advantage of this time off and you know work to get ahead. But I'm very blessed and very fortunate that uh, we've got some sponsors that I, that I leaned on through this tough time to say, hey, you know, I need some help on, on payroll. Because a lot of teams, unfortunately, have had to uh, to cut some people and make those tough decisions. But we're going to try to, because we have such a small group of guys, we're going to try to keep everybody working through the through the difficult time here to try to help their families out and, and just get through this. That's Jordan Anderson from the NASCAR Gander RV and Outdoors Truck Series. Coming up, we're going to take you back on this week in NASCAR history. Hey there, it's Hall of Fame driver Rusty Wallace for Blue Emu. After spending nearly a quarter of a century in a race car, I know what it means to be banged up and bruised up. As Wallace spins, Wallace That's why I reach for Blue Emu products to support my muscles and joints. Blue Emu is known for quality and innovation. And Blue Emu is one of the few muscle and joint brands that is 100% owned, distributed, and manufactured in the USA. For Hall of Fame relief, reach for Blue Emu. Works fast and you won't stink. 
For more than 80 years, Detroit Diesel has been the legendary driving force powering Freightliner and Western Star trucks across North America. Through our state-of-the-art Detroit technologies and components and safety systems, we've earned our customers' trust as a reliable business partner dedicated to improving their bottom line. It's no wonder they continue to depend on Detroit to keep them safe and efficient on the road. When you demand it all, demand Detroit. This is NASCAR Live. Now, back to Mike Bagley. We're about to put a wrap on this week's show, but before we do, let's look back on the events of this week in NASCAR history with Susie Armstrong. Thanks, Mike. This week's journey begins in 1987. One-hit wonder Club Nouveau reprised Lean On Me to break into Billboard's Hot 100. Fox tied the knot with quirky comedy Married With Children, launching the longest-running live sitcom in network history. Andre the Giant met his match as Hulk Hogan dispatched with the 7-foot-4-inch grappler in WrestleMania three. And Bill Elliott was no match for the cunning Dale Earnhardt as the Intimidator executed the last lap pass to claim victory in the Trans-South 500 at Darlington Raceway. The fans are on their feet here in turn four. Elliott slows. The lap cars go by him up in turn number three. Bill Parsons and Darrell Waltrip go by. Here comes Dale Earnhardt. He is closing ground quickly in turn four. Elliott working the car back and forth. Earnhardt goes past. Elliott is out of gas. He's coasting a Cross to the line. Earnhardt will win it. What a finish. 1993, it's last call on the set of Cheers as America's favorite watering hole films its finale, Sans Audience, to ensure secrecy for the sitcom's fade to black. Brooks and Dunn clocked in atop the country charts with Hard Working Man. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles were the number one heroes on the half shell at the box office. And Dale Earnhardt was the leading man at Darlington, upstaging the field for 212 laps to win the Trans-South 500 in what would be the late Alan Kowicki's final race. Now down to two seconds to lead for Earnhardt, but he's only got half a lap to go to victory lane. The good friend Chevrolet now off the throttle into the banking of turn number three, sets the car in the middle of the corner. He's headed for turn four of the checkered flag. Dale Earnhardt backing off the speed while the flying aces climb atop the pit wall. They begin to celebrate, and for the eighth time in his illustrious career, Dale Earnhardt wins here at Darlington. 2011, Lady Gaga was on the right track as Born This Way debuted at number one on Billboard's Hot 100. Hollywood mourned the loss of one of America's beloved movie icons as Elizabeth Taylor quietly passed away. Apple's iPad 2 was the darling of the booming mobile device market, and Kevin Harvick led the lap that counted at Auto Club Speedway, soaring by Jimmy Johnson to win the Auto Club 400. Kevin Harvick is right there, absolutely filling the mirrors of Jimmy Johnson. They are nose to tail, bumper to bumper, into turn three for the final time. Jimmy Johnson taking Kevin Harvick up high. That's okay, he's comfortable up there, and they are side by side off turn four. This one will be decided on the front stretch. Here comes Kevin Harvick, rim riding off turn number four, dives across the nose of Jimmy Johnson, and Kevin Harvick has won at the Auto Club Speedway. And those are just some of the events from this week in NASA. NASCAR history. Thank you, Susie. Appreciate you for giving us that. We also like to thank Timmy Hill for joining us. Also, our thanks to Ryan Blaney, Christopher Bell, and Jordan Anderson for spending time with us as well. For the MRN crew, I'm Mike Bagley. Thank you so much for spending time with us as well. 
be safe out there, and we will chat with you next week right here on NASCAR Live. Until then, so long, everybody. NASCAR Live is a production of the Motor Racing Network with studios in Concord, North Carolina, and was brought to you by Hercules Tires, right on our strength. And by Blue Emu. Blue Emu's family of products supports healthy muscles and joints, is family-owned, and made here in America. It works fast, and you won't stink. Today's broadcast was produced by Alexa Henry and Tyler Burnett and Rich Culbreth. The executive producer for MRN is Ryan Horn. Remember to visit MRN.com for all the latest news and information. NASCAR Live is produced under an exclusive license with NASCAR. Any use of the accounts or descriptions contained in this broadcast must be with the express written permission of NASCAR and the Motor Racing Network. Zenni's Blocks lenses help to protect the eyes by keeping harmful blue light out. Because they're virtually clear, add blocks to any Zenni frame for stylish, all-day protection. Get a complete pair of prescription or non-prescription Blocks glasses starting at just $24. Protect your eyes now at Zenni.com. NASCAR season is here, and everyone on the Toyota racing team is doing their part to perform at the highest level. From driver Ty Gibbs to amateur musician Russell Viper, who's working on the perfect pre-race pump-up track for the team. Start those Camry's up! Yeah! To accomplish greater things this year, everyone plays a part. Be part of the action at toyota.com slash racing. Toyota, let's go places. NASCAR is a registered trademark of National Association for Stock Car Auto Racing, Inc.